Tonight, a couple that always wanted to have a baby will receive a strange baby in the strangest way you can imagine. You are standing at the edge of knowledge and fear, between darkness and light, between the all-knowing and the infinite unknown. A sound that came from nowhere, a reality that has no source, an existence spent questioning, a questioning of existence. Welcome to the space at the end of time. A baby changed my life. When I say a baby, I don't mean our baby. She didn't come to us, we went to her. And the baby didn't even come from us. It's strange. It's the strangest thing that has ever happened to me or will ever happen to me and Nandini. It's the strangest thing that has never happened to anyone I know or I'll ever know. So here I go again, telling my story one more time. Because obviously no one believes me and I don't blame them. Nandini and I were married for five years and we had been trying to have a baby ever since. It wasn't meant to happen, medically, genetically, physically. We went to a trillion doctors and burnt money on treatments and procedures brighter than Diwali fireworks. Absolutely nothing. We felt dejected, rejected. We decided to take a small break from our reality. Went to this hill station, a small place smaller than Shimla. Late winter nights and mornings spent sipping tea and musing on decisions. It was all good or bad compared to the circumstances. But until that night... We were coming back to the hotel at probably 9 at night. But like what happens in very small towns, it was already pitch black, lonely dark. Suddenly, the sky burst as if all hell came loose. We screamed and hid ourselves, thinking that it was some sudden monster thunderstorm. But the air didn't even move. Then we heard something like a huge car accident on the next street and we ran towards it. There were no cars. There was absolutely nothing. There was something though. A baby, right in the middle of the empty street. It stared at us as we reached towards it, almost smiling and thanking us for being there. Now, this is the thing where the story gets more interesting and doesn't stop getting stranger by the second. The baby had wings. Nandini cradled her in her arms and we sped to our hotel. In our room, we thought it was a prank, a horrible prank. A baby abandoned in a small town and made to be a winged messenger of God or something. But that lightning and that crash? Something seemed very wrong, but we tried to separate our wings and nope, they were real. They were biological material. They were flesh. We let her sleep through the night and we stayed awake through the night. Wondering what to do. I said that we take her to the police first thing in the morning. But after thinking about it, Nandini refused. She said that in this condition, the police would do more harm than good. We didn't go. We took her home in the train. And we kept her with us. As long as we figured out what was going on with this mad promise to ourselves that this was probably our baby. She was remarkably intelligent. She didn't cry or talk but looked at us with the understanding and gratitude that were way beyond how old she was. That was strange and incredible, but then things got stranger when we slept. Because when we slept, we started having dreams where things would talk to us about the baby. And this is when Nandini and I started going insane. Nandini woke up one morning sweating, 
holding me and telling me that she had a dream in which an octopus shaped man met her on the same empty road where we picked the baby and he asked her to return it to her he asked her location on earth and she had no idea what he was talking about and the road suddenly broke and the dream ended i told her that i had dreamt something similar a bizarre entity shaped like a clown with 10 hands came to me laughing asking me where the baby was i told the clown we both told each other that it was probably the result of us going through this strange experience that we couldn't tell anyone about nandini went about her day taking care of the baby as if she was genuinely hers the baby smiled like she grew a year older every day she seemed to be understanding everything and i was getting as much scared of her as i was getting scared of the entire situation in the first place and then the dreams became worse for both of us we started dreaming in nightmares where multiple things demanded us to return the baby i met an alien looking creature that didn't have any aspect of looking human with an eyeless face and a body made out of shards of ice i met him or her or it on an alien planet in my dream a planet full of ice and the thing put a tentacle of ice inside my body and i screamed because i felt like i had become a cold lifeless corpse in the width of a second and i woke up sweating on my bed screaming and nandita woke up too she said that a man made entirely out of white marble like a greek sculpture reached out to her in a dream asking her for the baby's location and telling her that she would die if he did not get the baby the baby looked at us she looked sad she looked sadly at us and her wings seemed to be getting bigger she looked at us with the sadness that i don't think is possible for a human baby to comprehend or reflect at that age what was her age it kept getting worse and worse and worse every single night when we slept we had dreams where the strangest things and the strangest places would come alive to our minds more alive than any dream we had ever had before asking us to return the baby they asked us for our location and in our dreams we were too powerless to even answer there was a demon in my dream that threatened me to keep me in hell forever if i didn't return the baby to him while he put me in flames and asked me for my location imagine your worst nightmares and your location demanding apps coming together to kill you in your dreams the baby had wings we woke up screaming every morning and we went to sleep crying every night nandini and i wanted to talk to a psychologist but this clearly had stopped being about the mental space before it even started being about our mental space what would she or he do what would the psychologist do write notes about us in disbelief demand to see the baby and then declare that we were mentally incapable of the reality that was in front of us i told nandini a thousand times that we should give her to the government or to someone anyone who would take this baby and this nightmare away from us but nandini held her as if she was always our own i didn't have the heart to tell her that she was part of a huge delusion that was attacking our minds and our bodies i mean i thought it was it was a delusion right we had a baby we found in an empty nowhere that had wings 
and mythological alien non-human human entities were searching for that baby in our minds what a hell of a nightmare imagine having coffee the next morning one night we sat with each other and we decided this there were things that were searching for the baby and they were searching for her in our dreams because there was no other way there was no other way to reach us they could not locate us they wanted to locate us but they couldn't because they were just searching for us through a collective subconsciousness that we were part of we were nervous and we had lost energy the subterranean temperature had already dropped to 100 degrees below insanity tentacles mythological entities greek and roman gods and goddesses hindu and islamic and christian and a million other deities came to us in our dreams we were living in our own prison a prison that existed just for us and the baby who smiled to us as if she knew everything that was going on while she grew abnormally bigger and her wings got dangerously bigger so we finally decided to try a thing we decided that we won't sleep sleeping was the problem was it yes sleeping was the problem so we decided not to sleep you need to remember this while i am narrating this story i need to ask you whether you are feeling sleepy or not because i don't want to be a part of your dreams i don't want to be a part of your nightmares either you don't need my ghosts to become yours you don't need this nightmare but anyway we decided to not sleep we cared about the baby nandini cared about the baby actually i was figuring out how to escape a silent nightmare so we decided not to sleep nandini and i would stay awake and be with the baby awake no dreams incoming no entities to trouble us no creatures to find out our location no sleep just our own nightmarish reality to be waking in time passed like a strange sensation after a while we stopped being aware of it we stopped counting the minutes and just concentrated on existing working eating and going on about the day and night lying down and laughing and weeping but never sleeping time passed like it never existed the baby stayed awake with us she was so strangely intelligent it was quite evident that she wasn't human but she understood us she looked at us with eyes more understanding than i had ever known lying down there in a little cradle how old was she really who was she really how long can you last without sleep we were drifting like ghosts we were drifting away then nandini and i decided that we couldn't take it anymore we talked mindlessly but we decided that we would lock all of us inside our bedroom with the baby and we would go to sleep just for a few hours we weren't even hungry for food anymore we were just hungry for sleep inside our heads we knew what would happen though we silently told this to each other without telling each other so we did that and we went to sleep it felt like we slept for days but when we woke up she wasn't there the baby was gone whatever she was was gone i was actually relieved but nandini kept crying i held her and told her that it was never really our fault that we had done the best we could have i hoped that whatever whoever had taken her 
had taken her for good and not for bad. I hoped and prayed that her home had taken her. We tried to be her home. We couldn't. Life became relatively normal. We resumed work and life and all things in between. A year passed. One morning, a girl knocked on our door, smiling, cheerful, and with the same eyes as the baby. We opened the door and we stood in surprise and shock. The girl held our hands and hugged us. Then she said, "It's okay. I cut off my wings." A couple lost in a world where a baby is there for them or is she? You are standing at the edge of knowledge and fear, between darkness and light, between the all-knowing and the infinite unknown. A sound that came from nowhere, a reality that has no source, an existence spent questioning, a questioning of existence. Welcome to the space at the end of time. <laughs>